Hello, and welcome to the seventh episode of Filling in the Blanks, a movie review podcast with my father. I'm your host, Emily. You can call me M, and this is my dad. You want to say hi? Hi. That is Ned. So this podcast is all about watching a movie and trying to remember it the next day to give you guys our best review. And yes, this is all recorded from the living room couch with my dad laying down. Can you confirm? Confirmed. Do you have candy today? No. Are you just grinding your teeth? It's never candy. It's medicine. Medicine. Oh, so you have medicine? No. Okay. So, Dad, you actually watched this movie before. Do you think you'll remember it this time? Because this is your second viewing? No. No? Unlikely. I mean, do you even remember the title? They say it multiple times during the movie. What is it? Fast Furious. Uh, we didn't watch that. No. No? It was called Little Lies. No, it was called... Small small Fires. Okay, now you're just naming Reese Witherspoon Joe's. Lies. They they say the name of the movie. Big Little... So many times. Big Little Lies. Again, that's the, the TV show, but this is The Little Things. Little things. I knew I knew something was little. It, yeah, there definitely was little. Okay. So, so, I will read off the movie summary that I usually do just to give a little more perspective of what the movie is about. So, The Little Things 2021 is about Deputy Sheriff Joe Deke Deacon joins forces with Sergeant Jim Baxter to search for a serial killer who's terrorizing Los Angeles. As they track the culprit, Baxter, is unaware that the investigation is dredging up echoes of Deke's past, uncovering disturbing secrets that could threaten more than his case. Usual things we like to include in our review would be plot, writing, acting, visual, sound design. We can go through those one by one, but we gotta start with the most important question. Will you spoil this mm. movie? Well, I don't think so. I would agree with you on that. I don't. I don't think this is a a spoil movie because if you say the ending, it's like why watch it? Kinda. Exactly. It's one of those. It's my point exactly. Yeah. So this is a mystery suspense about police trying to find and locate a serial killer running rampant in L.A. And I think my my point here is this is definitely kind of a plot we've seen before what are uh-huh. what are your thoughts well i saw it before and then this is the second time i watched it yeah, yeah i mean is it do you think this is a police hunting a serial killer is a new pretty new serial killers have been around for a lot longer mm, really yeah i mean this movie takes place in the 90s and there was 90s movies starring Denzel Washington about the police trying to find a serial killer. Who? Uh, there's that 90s movie, The Bone Collector, mm-hmm. with Denzel Washington, where he literally plays a detective trying to find a serial killer in oh. New York. Is this is this a uh, the uh, second part of that movie? No. <laughs> My point is that this is. Kind of just an, another iteration of the same type of story. Of police trying to track down a murderer. And I don't know if this one is the best out of all those kind like of movies Is this like Silence of the Lambs? 
I mean, Silence of the Lambs is, a, is another type of serial killer tracking movie, which I think that one is kind of more successful than this one, probably simply because i just seen it before this one. So, okay. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of the plot? It was good. Nothing more to say about that? No, it was... I don't know if it's very good, but I'd definitely give it good. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was it was it was decent as well. I think it was a little slow. It was over two hours, and I've said this on other movies, but when a movie's over two hours, it's kind of hard to be a really good movie if it's over two hours. I would disagree with that. I I mean personally for me because the plot has to be really grab me the whole time and keep my attention for two hours. I have a, I have a shorter attention span, I, I will say. So I thought this one, this one was a little slow at times. Then it was fast at other times. When was it fast? When it wasn't slow. Okay, cool. So other points on writing and dialogue, I will say there are also some bits of dialogue I didn't really like. Specifically speaking, there's this one line that Rami Malek says where he randomly asks the other detective, do you believe in God? And it made my eyes roll because I, I feel like I've heard that so many times. Just like a detective in a murder investigation questioning faith because of murders. And it's not, of course that would happen, but you know. I got a lot of sense uh, while watching that I've seen it before. I saw it before, but... <laughs> this is the second time. Okay, Dad. You said that joke already, so can we move on? Hmm? So what do you think of the dialogue? I thought the dialogue was good. Giving me nothing here. Yeah. To work with. Okay. That was good. What? Okay. It's good dialogue. You don't want to elaborate on that? It wasn't very good, but it was good. Well, yeah, sort of. I have to admit... I, I had an edible before I watched this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I may have lost a little bit of the detail in that edible. Okay. You'd think the, the fact that you've seen this twice would help bring... Might have had an edible the first time, too. Oh, Jesus, Dad. Okay, that explains a lot. Yeah. Another thing I want to say is I do like when movies say the title of the movie during the movie. Do you like when movies yes, say because, the title? because then it all puts it together for yeah. me. Yeah. I really hate that they said the title twice in this movie. It makes me very happy because then it I can go, oh, that's why they call it Little Things. No, yeah, that's why I was... Otherwise, it's just Little Things. You go, well, why would they yeah. name it Little Things when it was not? The yeah. same with, like, Silence of the Lambs when, when he talks about the silence of the lambs then you go oh that's why they named it that yeah no i agree i like to hear it i love when movies say the name but i was so confused when denzel washington he said this the speech about it's the little things that get people caught and get people in trouble but he said that same speech to rami malik's character like twice yes and it's like in the middle and then once again at the end like they needed to make sure the audience remembered like this is why we called this movie well because it was part of the plot i feel like they could have saved that speech for the end or just saying it once to kind of round off the plot or something i think it was fine okay 
I will say my one positive, and we won't go into detail because no spoilers, the ending was very good. I'm not going to discuss the ending. Did you like the ending? You can say yes or no. Yes or yes or no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did like the ending. Yeah. I guess it kind of makes it worth watching a two-hour movie. It's a, it was a lot of development. It was, yeah. Characters. And I think it took a, lot, a long time to get to some points, though. Yeah, but the characters were very complex. Mm-hmm. And you needed a lot of development. The plot was, was very complex. There's a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. had to get done. Let's move on to kind of acting performances there. I um, and I, I think it's, you know, we do have to point this out that... The three leads, Rami Malek, Denzel Washington, and Jared Leto, they're all Oscar winners in the past. Is that right? Yeah. Rami won for Bohemian Uh, Rhapsody, playing Freddie Mercury. Denzel Washington, he won Best Supporting Actor for Glory. And then he won Best Actor for Training Day. Oh, gosh. Of course, Training Day. He was awesome. Yeah. And he's been nominated. He was nominated for Fences. Well, you got to admit, he can act... Yeah, I mean he he's got he's been acting for forever. He's under his belt, you know. And then Jared Leto, of course, won for Dallas Buyers Club. Right, yo. So, I think that was kind of just a really interesting typecast, or not typecast per se. I mean, typecast in the way that Denzel Washington has for sure played detectives before and cops before that he's played that role yes. quite a lot and also jared leto he looks crazy i talked about this in the film uh he looks like he has someone chained in his basement like he looks like he could play that role mm-hmm. but he's also like a legitimate like cult leader so kind of on brand for him i don't know what that means i think he has his own like private vacation cult island where he gets all his fans to like live on it without social media he, like, came back, like, three months after COVID started. He came to the United States, and he didn't know about it. He was like, oh, there's COVID? Because he was, like, on this private island retreat. How did he get back here? I, a plane? I don't know. Well, no, but everything was closed. Private plane. It's still closed. Mm. Well, I know he found out, like, three months into the pandemic about it because he had him and his, like, fans pay for, like, an all-exclusive, like, no social media meditation like nothing matter with that yeah i mean i think he's taking people a lot of people's money but you know nothing to matter with that either okay uh moving on i think having these three kind of powerhouse actors was definitely a big part of this film you know yeah i think that was like a big aim with when making it was to have all these three actors, and I think it's kind of like an Oscar bait movie then. You think? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the director, writer-director is uh, John Lee Hancock, and he's done a lot of movies. Um, several are Oscar-nominated. Oh. Um, I think his most popular was, when I was looking at his list, is he did The Blind Side, and Sandra oh. Bullock won an Oscar for oh, that. I love The Blind Side. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that movie. We don't have to talk about that movie. Okay. Um, but I think and with a lot of his other movies being nominated, I think he, he really has that kind of down when making movies. Who was the big guy that was in Blindside? Why are we talking? 
talking about the blind just, side I'm just now. asking. I'll look big, this up, but this is beside the point. His name is Quentin Aaron. What was the name of his character? Michael Ower. Michael. God, he was so good in that. Yeah, it's crazy that like Sandra Bullock got an Oscar for it and he didn't. Well, she was, she was amazing in it. And I'm not mm, a big I'm not okay. a big Sandra Bullock fan, but she her character and how she played it was was really top notch. That was a good movie. I'd give that movie. <laughs> I didn't bring this up so we could talk about the blind side. I don't okay. really like that movie that much. Well, what? <laughs> That's shocking. You are shocked by all my opinions. Okay. Well, let's move on to this movie. Yeah. I mean, funnily enough, that movie is very feel good and this one is not because it's about yeah, murder. Well, let's, let, no, let's not. But let's talk about murder. Let's talk about murder. So... I don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like toying with the, the thought if this movie is going to be nominated for the next Oscars just because it has those three like powerhouse performers and John Lee Hancock. I, I keep toying whether or not it will be, but the reception of the movie overall online is kind of like so to- like, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Middle hmm. ground? Really? Mixed reviews? Yeah. It, it had mixed reviews? What was it on the tomato meter? I mean, we're supposed to not go with tomatoes. I'm just curious. We're different. Well, I know we're better, but yeah, forty-five percent. Really? Mm-hmm. And and the audience? Sixty-seven percent. Huh. So mixed reviews. Um, it is very mixed. I'm surprised. Do you think this movie is shooing to be nominated for the next Oscars? Cause well, it... you know, it's, it really depends on other movies that come out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but because it's probably going to be still a fairly slow year with not a lot of movies coming out, um, I would say it has a good shot of at least getting some nominations. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Oscar winning worthy. If you look at the past two years of, you know, movies that have been best picture and also like before that, a lot of them like Parasite or No Man Lender, like um, groundbreaking. Or, or... Yeah, well, this was not... It was not that. Yeah. So I, I agree with you there. And I think coming out of this, there's there's one line that um, honestly will haunt me. Um, and that was, there's this moment where Jared Leto in the desert said, I think I made a boo-boo. And that was horrifying. I don't remember that. Can you imagine him though? He's so creepy. He was creepy in this movie, but I don't know if he's creepy in other movies. But this one, he was pretty creepy. Yeah. Uh, Not extremely creepy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he, other actors have done serial killers better, like uh, mm-hmm. Hannibal Lecter, done by uh, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. I mean, Sir, he's Sir an Anthony. Oscar winner, so. But he, he, he took creepy to a whole new level. Yeah, I, well, I think Jared Leto would like to be on his Anthony Hopkins level, but it's well, probably not. No, not even close. He is a, a method actor, so preparing for this role, he probably was a handful, maybe. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know him personally. But my whole point is he's, when he was like method acting to be like the Joker, he was a lot and would act all crazy because he was the Joker. But then his Joker got dropped so fast. <laughs> I liked uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix's yeah. Joker. 
He yeah. Was, he was. Uh, he was really good. Also an Oscar winner. Yeah. He was good. That oh, was a good movie. Okay. <laughs> I'd like the Joker. It was a good is this story. this podcast has really become you reviewing other movies that we're not supposed to be talking about? Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. We're we're getting towards the end, and before we do our final ratings and sleep scale, I do want to talk about my favorite dad quotes. And there wasn't a lot during this movie, probably because you took an ed- edible, so we were more quiet. But I do want to talk about how you you pointed out in this movie, like other movies, there are no cars in L.A. You're very concerned with traffic. <laughs> you said that in the Heights. You're like, where are the cars? This is New York. That's true. And you, you tend to notice that in, in this movie and probably all others as well. The traffic. Well, well, he drove backwards on a highway for a quarter of a mile and never saw another car. Yeah. Where's the police? Well, he's the police. He's the police. So. But it's just I don't, I don't know of any streets in LA, anywhere in L.A., even the 90s that didn't have cars on them. Yeah. I, I get it. It just seems strange to me. I think I do get that from you because anytime there's a movie set in L.A., I'm very cognizant of traffic. And yeah. be like, Where, where's the cars? Where's the traffic? Or like La La Land, they'd be like in Hermosa Beach in one scene and the next, like an hour later, they're like in East L.A. And I was like, that's not, that's that wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. So... I guess your style is... I wasn't really a big fan of La La Land. I mean, it's a musical, so... That, that's the first big problem, and... The I traffic? Just, really? Just, you know, I know the whole thing I didn't get. It was, didn't make a lot of sense to me. All right. Let's move on and write this movie, the one we're supposed to be talking oh, about okay. for the podcast. let's move on. So, Dad, did you fall asleep during this movie? Uh, the answer to that would be in the edibles. So you... I was, I slept a number of times. <laughs> Wait. Not on purpose and not because of the movie. I didn't even hear you snore. That's you the should... edibles too. They make you not snore? It just puts you out unconscious. Uh, okay. Yeah, it does make sense, but sure. Mm-hmm. And then let's get to our rating. What, what do you rate this movie? Movie out of 10. I would give this movie... I would give this a 7. Well, no, 6.5, I think. Mm-hmm. 6.5. It just wasn't, wasn't... There was no groundbreaking things. It was, it was well written, but... but um, and the dialogue was great. The acting was, was, was very good. Mm-hmm. I thought um, Rami Malek was excellent as um the uh straight laced detective Mm -hmm. um but it just didn't you know six six and a half to seven somewhere around there i I would probably give it like um a 5.5 maybe or five just just because yeah i think i agree with everything you said i think it's a failing grade our ratings are a little rating scales are a little bit different because like this movie I would recommend it to someone if they were like hey I'm looking for a crime yeah, movie so about that, a serial so killer like a, so I would recommend it but I wouldn't ever recommend it 
on its own. Like, if someone's like, oh, I need a new movie to watch, I wouldn't say, oh, have you watched this one? But if they were like, I'm looking for a serial killer, I'd be like, well, have you watched this one yet? Yeah. So, again, I, I, I mean, I'll, like, I, I'm sticking with... Six. 5.5 or 6, then. Okay. Probably leaning towards 5.5 because I do think it's I do six. think it's a little bit of an Oscar bait or a six, you know, movie and not groundbreaking. But used... there was nothing wrong with it. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't the. Sometimes you you know they put uh, big stars in, but they you know the dialogue is weak or the plot mm-hmm. is weak. I thought the dialogue was weak at times. I said no. I mean, the personally, was pretty solid. I mean, personally, what I was I've like seen it a lot before, so. Well, okay. That's that's why I'm saying I don't, I don't think it, you know, groundbreaking. It was nothing new. It was kind of just another iteration of this story yeah. I've heard before, but also seen told well, there's, more there's, in, in more interesting ways. Because well, there's some better, like, serial killer movies out there. Okay. It's still a good six and a half. All right. So we'll end it with... Where we watched, we watched it on HBO, but it's also streaming on HBO Max. Or you can, I think, rent it from a few places online, like Vudu or YouTube. I think that wraps it up for our podcast. Any last words? Uh, good night. And I'll, I'll say good night, everyone, as well. Bye. Bye.